podcast. Three is a party where I make top three lists about things in my life. Special thanks to 183 Tech Literacy and my mom for supporting me since day one. Now sit back and listen closely. Shalom. This is Jesse Gutierrez on the mic, and it is April 18th. It has almost been a month since I dropped a podcast. I'm so sorry. Senor Jesus Ven. Last podcast I did was March 28th, and that was my acceptance to USM. Praise God. I'm in USM, you guys, which means I have to pay for it. So... Um, I am asking you, listener, that if you feel led to give to this cause, um, that you would. And what I want to say to that is what the Lord is doing in my life is having an impact on a lot of people. It's just like sin and how sin impacts the people around it. Same with blessings. Blessings doesn't just impact you, but the people around you, you know? Um, and the Lord wants us to be a good steward of the blessings he's given us, the finances he's given us, the people that he's given us, you know, the gifts inside of us. Um, and me going into USM is going to further equip me so that I can steward my blessings well, steward my giftings well, um, even my finances, my spiritual finances, um, then that's a whole other topic. I'll get into that later. But, um, but yeah, the Lord really has it on my heart to study the Bible and get deeper into uh, ministering his, uh, to Him, <clears throat> ministering His Word to Him. In other words, being a pastor. So if you want to support me on this journey and want to help plant seeds so that other people can eat and so that there can be fruit for generations to come, please feel free to give. I will put the contribution link in the description of this podcast and give however much you want, however much the Lord tells you. That's all I ask. You pray about it and you ask the Lord, Lord, how much should I give to your kingdom? How much should I give to Jesse and for what you've put in his heart going towards the kingdom how much is this worth ask him that and whatever he says hey could be a dollar could be ten thousand dollars <laughs> i only need four <laughs> but if he says ten thousand go ahead and do it he knows he knows what to do with it you know that's why that's why i ask him because i don't know what to do with, with the money you know and this contribution link it's going straight to usm so on it's not going to be in my hands it's just going to pay for school completely um and yeah, I would just really appreciate it if you would pray on it and hopefully be led to give. Jesus. Besides that, friends, I'm 24 years old. Going into 25, which is another interesting factor of me uh, going into USM, is the age that I'm at. Because in Leviticus, I believe, it says how the Levites go into service of the tent at 25 years old. All the other tribes going at 30, but the Levites going at 25. 
So I'm over here like, okay, Lord, you trying to trying to pull a fast one on me. Don't think I, I read my Bible or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't think that timing is coincidental, you know. I really think it's strategic of the Lord. Um, and and that gives me further confirmation that like what he's doing is from him. It's in Numbers, Numbers eight twenty four. It says, "This applies to the Levites from twenty five years old and upward. They shall come to do duty in the service of the tent of meeting." And I promise you, all the other um, tribes of Israel start at thirty. The Levites start at twenty five, and I'm literally going to be twenty five in June, going into my first semester of USM in August. So like right when I start, you know what I mean? Like what are the odds of that? And and it's cool because I'm so sorry. I, all I do is burp. It's disgusting. Um another cool aspect of you know, being a Levite if we're if that's what I'm trying to identify my or what the Lord's trying to identify me as, right? Um is that the Levites they're not, like, of the firstborn. They don't get, like, the inheritance, you know. They The Levites were just chosen. They were just chosen by God because of what they did during the golden calf incident. Um, and they were able to... You know, it's, let, me, let me go to the story so I give you all correct info. But, I mean, the the point of me saying, like, this specific story is because I'm not the firstborn, you know. I'm not uh, supposed to get the inheritance, but the Lord, like, chose me, you know. He chose me to go to school. He chose me to have his spirit in him and to speak the gospel specifically. Um, and And what's even crazier about that is that, like, we had a firstborn, and his name was Jesse. Like, in my family, I had an older brother named Jesse. He was the firstborn, but he died. He died when he was, like, 19. And so now that I'm here and I'm born and my name is Jesse, it's it's almost like... Uh, that's also not coincidental, I don't think, you know? It's like, it's like, I'm technically not the firstborn, right? But I have, like, the rights of it because the Lord chose me. Okay, and it says right here that um, in Exodus 32, uh, Aaron, the brother of the leader Moses, fashioned a golden calf during the long absence of Moses on Mount Sinai. You guys may know about that. Um, like, Moses went up there to get the Ten Commandments into this mountain, right? For, for those of you who don't know, I'll just try to explain it real quick. The Israelites left Egypt, finally. You know, they parted the Red Sea, and then they went on the other side. They went to this mountain called Mount Sinai, And God called Moses up the mountain so that he could get the Ten Commandments. This took Moses like 40 days. So during that time, uh, all the people in Israel were like, yo, where the heck's Moses? Where the heck is God? Like, what's going on? Um, And Aaron, who was the brother of Moses, was left as leader. And he made the decision that they would build a golden calf to worship that for the time being. Which is convicting as heck, bro. It's like... When you don't see God in your circumstances, you're going to find something else to worship instead. Come in. Huh? I already did. (laughs) 
Thank you, though. My sister walks in and says, can I clean your poop? <laughs> Talking about my cat's litter box. <laughs> what a bro. Anyway. Um, so they, they make this golden calf uh, made out of gold. They just, like, burn it and make this thing. And uh, upon returning from the mountain, the story says, with the tablets of the law and seeking and and seeing the people worshiping the golden calves, Moses broke the tablets. He straight bowed, just chunked them on the ground because Bob said he was. And apparently, it's a symbolic of breaking the covenant relationship with God that they had. They did have a covenant. God made a covenant. God requested that a covenant be had, and the people said, "Yes, we're down." And then they just like break it. Like, how crazy is that? Um, and then Moses uh, melted the idol, pulverized, and mixed it with water. The people, I'm so sorry. The people were required to drink the mixture, an ordeal to separate the unfaithful, who later died in a plague from the faithful who lived. Defending the faith, and this is the point, uh, this is why I'm bringing up the story. Defending the faith in, in the God. Uh, revealed to Moses, which is our God, against the calf worshiper, worshipers were the Levites who became the priestly castle. Um, so they didn't partake in the golden calf. You know, they didn't like, they didn't want anything to do with it. They were just like, nah, we know our God. We know what our God has told us. You know what I mean? Um, and hold on, let me, I'm, I'm looking up just another aspect of it. So, um, hold on, give me a second. Until then, how's your day going? Yeah, going good. What about your mom? How's she doing? Okay. Okay, well, that's kind of sad, but you, you can always pray for her, you know? Lift her up, man. That's what family's for. All right, here we go. Check it out. While Moses was receiving the law, the Israelites rebelled, made a golden calf. Moses interceded for Israel, but made the Israelites drink the water. Uh huh. Moses then stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on Yahweh's side? Come to me. And the Levites, Moses' own tribe, gathered around him. So Moses called for the Levites to slaughter their fellow Israelites. Sheesh, thus says Yahweh God. I'm not going to kill anyone. <laughs> thus says Yahweh God of Israel. Put your sword on your, on your side, each of you, and go to and fro from gate to gate throughout the camp, and each of you kill his brother, his companion, and his neighbor. And the Levites killed about 3,000 men. Look, that's in the Bible. <laughs> that's in the Bible, okay? I'm not making that up. And also... Uh, that's just the scary truth, you know? It's a fear, man. The, the fear of the Lord is real. Anyway, so they withstood this worshiping of something else while God was gone, right? They were on God's side. Now, I bring that up because there was a moment in my life where I had a choice between, like, having sex with someone random and saying no, I'm waiting till marriage. I had that choice. And this was with a girl that I really liked. 
And it was my own fault that I was even in this predicament because we were at a party and like people were drinking and I was drinking wine. But even then, one or two glasses of wine like gets me, bro. I'm done. After one, I'm literally done. Like I cannot. Um, but this was like two years ago or something. So I may have been drinking a little more. And um, and yeah, we got in a room alone. Stuff was happening. Stuff almost happened. But I said no. I was like, you know what? No. Because cause I, I liked her, first of all. So I was like, if I'm going to do anything with her, it's going to be serious, you know? Um, and two, like, it's before marriage, dog. Like, we can't be doing that, you know? And I was, this was during a time where, where I was just reading God's law. I was just in the first five books of the Bible, just reading everything he tells us what to not to do and to do and stuff. And obviously we're under a new covenant now and things are a little different. Um, well, they're, they're not different. They're just clear now. You know, the, the point is made clear when Jesus steps in the scene. He says to love your God and love your neighbor, you know, and me doing that would not have been loving to her as much as it may have felt good, quote unquote, and it wouldn't have been loving to God with what he's told us already to do, you know, which is to uh, keep our bodies pure, you know, for his covenant unto his covenant so so i feel like that is also not a coincidence of me almost worshiping this golden calf you know um but then me being like no and i'm not saying that i'm even better than anyone else or whatever you guys can do the same thing you know you guys can go against sin you guys can um, you guys can follow what the Lord says, you know, that's all it is. It's, it's simple. The instructions are simple. Now the action can get a little nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Like imagine being in that room. Imagine being told no, like that was a tough sitch, bro. I had to stand firm. You know, she was standing. Firm. It was weird. I'm not even, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to keep getting into it, but yeah, so I really feel like the Lord's called me to be a Levite in some way, shape, or fashion. And I'm here for it. And again, if you would like to support that and support this journey and be praying for me, uh, please do lift me up whenever you can because Lord knows I need all the prayers and strength and um, power I can get. Power from the Lord, though, not like power over you guys or whatever. So with that being said, Easter was yesterday, and the Lord revealed a lot to me. Um, man, he just like, he just, he revealed a lot of things about Friday and Saturday. We, we've been living in Sunday, and so Sunday didn't hit me as hard. An aspect of Sunday hit me as hard, which was... The fact that he rose for me. You know, we, I, I preach that he died for you. And, and that's like what I live every day is the fact that he's died for me. So now I die for others, you know. Now I'm dying myself so that others can be who they have truly been called to be in Christ. Just giving myself up for them, you know. Um, but, but I, I didn't quite understand like 
the impact of him rising for me, you know? And it was that even though I am dying to self every day and dying for others every day, I am finding life in that. Like, it's a transfer. It's not just a deletion, necessarily. It's it's a full-on, like, replacement. This old life that I used to live that is dying, being replaced with new life that I get to live now in Christ. And that's because He rose. So when He died, we can die with Him. And when He rose, we can rise with Him. You know? We put to death things, and then we bring to life things. So I thought that was cool. Praise God for that. And then we, what did I do? Um, hung out with some friends. There's just a lot that's happened. Um, so you know what? Tell me about your Easter. How did it go? Go ahead. Okay. Did you have confetti eggs, though? Bro, confetti eggs suck. Those powder ones? Thank God we didn't have those yesterday. I'd have been showering right now. I'd have been stuck in the shower for like two hours trying to get all that stupid powder off. But thankfully it was just confetti. And that's cool with me. I'm, you know, I'm not upset. And it's so funny. I always get like the grandmas with the confetti eggs. Like I, not the grandmas, but like the older (laughs) moms. (laughs) No one ever wants to get them, you know. Everyone's scared or I don't know. Maybe they don't think about it, but I just see them, and I see their clean little head, and I'm like, bow, <laughs> take this. <laughs> I did that last year with Bronica's mom. Shout out Bronica and her family. She's freaking awesome. And then I did it this year with one of my um, dad's sisters. <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, I mean, Easter in general was cool. Um, but also, like, before Easter and before what what's happened the past few days, just so much has happened, you guys. I'm going to try and give cliff notes on the past month. Because it's almost been a month. Um. <laughs> I drew, I painted some shoes together. I put it on my Instagram if you want to see them. Uh, my Instagram is, I don't know, Jesse G Music. Go out and uh, check out my Instagram. Check out that photo. The verse on there is 2 Peter 1.3. And the words on the side say doxa and arate, which are Greek for glory and excellence. And those are attributes of the Lord that actually draw us near to him. It's by his glory that we come near to him, that we are like attracted to him. And by his excellence, or in other words, moral goodness, you know, by how he loves us is what draws us near to him. <coughs> so check that out. I did that. <coughs> Let me drink some water. I am. Just go ahead and worship for a second. Did I tell you guys I rapped? I think I did. I think I did mention that I, I rapped at Young Adults. And I've been like prophetically rapping too. We started... So I've been like evangelizing and that's super new for me. I was really paralyzed by fear, like for a really impactful time. I wouldn't say it was necessarily a long time, but anytime I I would get paralyzed, it just felt so, ugh, 
It was so bad. I would just sit there like a deer in a headlight. But the Lord healed me from that, healed me from anxiety. Praise God. Oh, amen. And uh, and he can do it for you too. Come on, let's just say a quick prayer real quick. Lord, I just pray over the mind of whoever's listening right now, Jesus, that you would enter and you would remove all sickness, all negativity, all anxiety, all depression. In Jesus' name, it has to go. And in Jesus' name, I replace it with peace, with love, and with friendships, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You never lost the battle. Um, what was, oh, yeah, I've been rapping. Uh, yeah, so I've been going out evangelizing, and, and I'll get caught on to rap sometimes. That people around me be like, yeah, he'll spit a rap for you or something. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm about to spit a rap for you. And I'll just freestyle, dude. And I don't even really freestyle like that. But with the Lord, he literally gives me downloads, like right then and there of like words I should say or or how I should rhyme, the word I should rhyme with. Like he gives me everything right there in the moment. And it's actually like so prophetic and so amazing. He helps me out so much because I'm the worst at freestyling, bro. I am not it. I am so not it. But with the Lord I am. Praise God. So I've been rapping and doing that. And I even rapped a few days ago. We had a spoken word Saturday night, I think. And uh, yeah, I rapped for some people in the house and stuff. So that was cool. I really feel like the Lord wants to use that um, just for his glory, you know, for his glory and to fulfill like the desire in my heart to want to make music and stuff or just be creative, really, not even exclusively music of oh, the song I also jammed the frick out of my pinky yesterday it was so bad I'm like my pinky is so swollen right now but in Jesus name we've already prayed for it and let's just pray for it again real quick Lord I just declare full healing in Jesus name amen Yes, sir. It's getting there, man. He told me I was going to watch stuff last night, but he was like, no, you got to sleep it off. Sleep off the swelling. I was like, okay. So I got a good night's sleep last night, boy. And it feels a lot better. Yesterday, I could just not move it at all, but today I'm like moving it. So praise God. The healing is in process, man. We love that. We we love a miracle work in God. Sheesh. Amen. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I've been rapping, right? And then... What else have I been doing? Um, I've been getting a lot of friends, a lot of awesome and amazing just upper room friends. Um, a few I can think of is Manage, Annika, MJ, Sarah Bennett, um, who else? Sa- Sadia. I met her a few days ago. She's cool. And then, obviously, the boys. We got Juan, got Colin, got Jeremiah, Dakota, Bryce. Um, who are the other boys? What other boys are there? I'm totally missing a boy or two. Hold on. Um, Mirza. Mirza goes freaking hard. He's a rapper, too. Shout out, Mirza. Those are the shoes that I made. I, I was supposed to give it to him, but... The freaking Peter smeared, bro. I was, like, putting sealer on it, and the sealer just totally smeared the heck out of the paint. I was so upset. It was so discouraging. I'm not going to lie. 
But it's okay. I have another pair of Vans that I'm going to color. And it's going to be cool. Oh, hold on. My cat's trying to get in. Come on, buddy. Um, and yeah, just a lot of people. I've just, I've gained a lot of good family over there. And it's really, 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 really sweet. Also, David and Jack. No, not David. Sorry. Well, David, too. Shout out, David. The manager of Heads and Rose. David Costia, David Costa, I think. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Um, and then Jasmine and Carlos and then Alexa and her husband Alex and their kids. And then Joseph and Grace and her kids. And then Grace and Miguel. And then Chris, who's an awesome dad. And his daughter Faith. And then his friend Han. Just everybody. Shout out everybody. Just really cool what the Lord's doing in the upper room. Um, and uh, yeah, I've had... Maybe what I'll do is I'll take a few episodes to um, recollect on what's happened. Because I went to Mexico, right? And I don't think I talked about that. Well, I did talk about it because I, I put an acceptance letter uh, episode. And that was after Mexico. So I did talk about Mexico. But I also went to Flint, Michigan not too long ago. And Flint is a very busted city right now. Um, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, it's serious what's going on over there. Um, and even though it's getting better, they still need a lot of help. So I'll talk about that in a future episode just so you guys are made aware of what's going on. And maybe if you feel called to labor, then you can labor. The people over there have been praying for a really long time because the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few, Jesus says. And when you go, when you step on that land, you can literally feel the prayers on that land. That you can feel how holy it is and how the Lord is working over there. And um, I felt that, and now I feel called to kind of labor. So that's a whole other story which I can kind of get into on a later episode. Uh. This ad, dude. <laughs> I don't work at Starbucks anymore, so I don't have Spotify Premium. <laughs> now, I can't even pick the song that I want to listen to anymore, dude. That's so lame. I forgot about freaking free Spotify. You just make a playlist and then hope your song pulls up. Literally, the, the move is just to make like 30 different playlists with one song each on it. So whenever you want to listen to a song, you just click the playlist and it'll play it, you know? It's <laughs> actually genius. I just thought of that. <laughs> But I have, like, <clears throat> I have so many songs in this playlist. It's so not worth it. I'd have to make a bajillion playlists. Rose, too. Dude, shout out, Rose. Rose, if you're listening to this, I'm ready to um, to do our social media stuff together, bro. She's supposed to help me manage my social media and kind of help with content creating and stuff. And I feel like the Lord's told me to do that. And I've been slacking, obviously, because this is the first podcast I posted in a month after almost posting it daily. How how crazy is that, bro? I'm so annoying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Rose, whenever you're ready, bro, tell me the rates. Tell me what the plan is. And we'll we'll get down. Until then, I'll just, you know, I'll wing it like I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, on this playlist, I have 
Okay, I don't know how many songs, but I have 16 hours and 9 minutes worth of songs. So, I don't know about all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a lot of playlists I'd have to make. But I think it is a good idea. Um, a few things that are coming up. Checking an update you guys about. Oh, no. I can't invite people to that. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Um, what else is coming up for me, at least? Nah, I just have a few trips planned. I'm not really working right now. I'm just trying to get some rest. I'm trying to catch up on reading. Um, I have a few books that sit in my backpack and just wait for the day that I pull them out to actually read. I don't know about you guys, but I carry, like, three books and the Bible just in case I decide to read them finally, you know? <laughs> They're just ready, <laughs> Literally carried it for months. And then someone else gave me a book the other day, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> now, I definitely got to read that one at least. And then, oh, my gosh. And I'm supposed to read a book today, too. Like, I'm doing a devotional or whatever, and I'm supposed to do that. Ugh. You know? I just feel like if I'm going to read, I should read the Bible. But it's okay. I know these other books help me and help with my growth or whatever. So I know they'll be worth it. I just need a snap to it, you know? Okay, friends. I'll leave it right here. I'll leave it with some worship going. For you English speakers, we're saying, who, who is the king? It's Jesus. Hey. <laughs> okay, friends. Uh, Lord, thank you. For bringing us together again, even after all this time, thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you that when I'm unfaithful, you are faithful, Lord. And thank you that when I work, you reimburse me. And thank you that you have promises for all of us listening, Lord, that you will fulfill. Um, so I just thank you. I pray we would just wait on those promises, Lord, and we would steward our time well in that in the season of waiting. We would do things to help grow uh, each other and ourselves. Lord, I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs>